0: And healing is an ongoing process it's not something where you're like right i've got three months these are things i'm gonna do i'm gonna heal 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 process 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 bang that's it i'm fixed i'm done i can move on Welcome to the Date With Confidence podcast, a place to come for dating advice, support and stories that'll either fill you with hope or relief that your dating experience wasn't as bad as it could have been. With practical episodes that'll provide you with easy to implement tips to help you feel confident AF on your next date, alongside lighthearted catch-ups where your host Rebecca, that's me by the way, shares her own experience dating after four years of the single life. You are guaranteed to end each episode feeling less alone in your dating struggles, empowered to never. settle again and confident that the best is yet to come and if it all falls to shit there's a special first season dedicated to breakups you are welcome my friend subscribe review and share with your single friends okay i have had my fair share of toxic relationships and i think what i want to say on this as well is i didn't necessarily realize how toxic they were whilst i was in them It was only when I was out of the relationship did I realise, actually, that was not a very healthy relationship, it was maybe a little bit damaging, it maybe wasn't as wonderful as I thought it was in my brain at that time, and when I was able to reflect back on the relationships as a whole, there were a lot of things that I pointed out that were actually quite toxic behaviours that had inadvertently led me to lose confidence in myself, lose a bit of who I was before, help that kind of turned me into a person that I didn't really want to be, but I didn't know that I'd become whilst I was in that relationship. And when you come out of a toxic relationship, it can be feel it can feel really scary and daunting to start dating again. Now, I left it a very long time after my last relationship ended, before I started dating again. Part of that was to do with the pandemic, because my relationship ended at the end of 2019. And then a few months later, we went into lockdown. So I didn't really date throughout 2020. I didn't have any desire to. Even, I think even if the world was open, I still don't think I would have dated Whereas previously, when I was younger, after breakups, I kind of wanted to like throw myself back out there, chat to some more guys, hook up with some people, kind of that whole get over, like to get over your ex, you have to get under someone else. Like that was very much my philosophy when I was younger. But this time, I think the extent of the heartbreak and the pain and the trauma of the relationship ending. I think that was so deep. I was just not ready to date for a really, really long time. So it took me a long time before I was like, do you know what? I am ready to put myself out there. And I think also I was 28 when the relationship ended and I'd spent like my 20s. So from like 18 to 28, I had my first relationship when I was 17. So 17, I was in a relationship for a couple of years. Then I was like single for a year and a half. But I had really bad anxiety, so I didn't actually leave the house other than to go to work. So I didn't really see anyone then. And then I started dating again, so I got into a relationship when I was 21. And then I would would like see people on and off, had a few situationships, but never full-on relationships. Was quite happy being single, went travelling on my own, moved to Thailand by myself. And whilst I was there, I like met the guy that I then ended up with, but was also like hooking up with other people, seeing other people, had a couple of like short-term relationships while I was there, and then got into my like long-term five-year relationship. So throughout the whole of my twenties, from like, well, 17 to like 28, apart from like an 18-month gap, when, as I said, I was like too afraid to leave the house, most of that period was spent uh, focusing on a guy, And even if I wasn't seeing someone specific, a lot of my time and energy was put into going out and meeting guys, like hooking up with guys, getting off with guys, like seeing different guys. There was always someone that I fancied. There's always someone that I wanted to go out with. There was somebody that I wanted to date. I went on lots of dates during this time. My headspace throughout most of my twenties was about guys, whether I was with them or not. So when I became like when i ended the last relationship well the last relationship was ended and i then found myself single at 28 i was like Do you know what i just want a, want some time to me i really wanted a break and i wanted to have some time first of all to heal from the breakup to process the relationship ending to work through the trauma that had been not just from that relationship, but from past relationships, the things that I'd never dealt with from previous breakups. I really wanted to spend some time on my own. And even now I'm 32 now and I started dating again, I think last year when I was like 31. But for me, I was kind of like, I, I, I spent like a decade focusing on boys. Even when I was at school, I like, think about boys all the time. I was like, I just want some time on my own. I feel like all that time was dedicated or my priority was them and making them them happy and doing what they wanted to do i was like this is my time now i want some time for me where everything is about me i do what i want to do i don't have to worry about compromising i don't have to worry about listening to what they want to do to following them to worrying like factoring in their plans into my life i really wanted to time." to just enjoy myself just be me and not me the girlfriend of the person because i think that's what happened a lot in my previous relationship i felt like we'd like moved to a different country and i felt like a lot of the people that i met there whether this was true or not whether this was just my perception and my interpretation but i very much felt like i was the girlfriend of him rather than me my own person and I think that impacted a lot of um, the way that I showed up in friendships, the way that I showed up when it came to meeting people, the way that I was in groups of people, because I never felt like my own person. And I really wanted to spend some time refinding myself and getting back to who I was without being attached to this person. So if I wanted to start dating again after a toxic breakup, breakup relationship, this is what I'd do first of all focus on my own healing first this has been so important to me and I think after time where when I was younger when I had breakups and didn't fully process the breakup or the relationship and then I took that energy and that trauma into my other my my other relationships my future relationships without having to actually without having actually dealt with them I think that impacted the relationships that I then went on to have so I think healing yourself first is so important and healing is an ongoing process it's not something where you're like right I've got three months these are things I'm going to do I'm going to heal 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 process 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 bang that's it I'm fixed I'm done I can move on that never happens and I think what's really important is when you Go through the breakup you have that healing process and then when you start dating again it's almost like you find new layers of things that need a little bit of work on that you need to kind of take care of yourself through that you need to process that trigger things that have come up from your past but you're never going to be able to heal those parts with you until you do get back out dating again. Likewise, there's probably still some unresolved stuff that I will need to work on, but I'm not gonna be able to do that until I am in a relationship with someone else, because it won't be until I'm in that scenario of the relationship where new things will come up that can only come up when I'm in that environment. So I think focusing on your healing is really, really important alongside you remembering that there is always more to come and that there will be stuff to touch on in the future. And I don't believe that we are ever on this journey of getting to the end of fixing ourselves. I don't think we need to be fixed ever. I think we just go through um, good times and bad times and experiences where they impact impact us more than others. I don't think we're broken. I don't think we need fixing. I don't think there's this, magical mountaintop that we ever get to because the more you evolve, the more you learn about yourself and the more you want to expand and grow to a new level. But I think focusing on taking care of yourself, healing yourself and processing what you've been through in the past is really, really important before you decide to throw yourself back into dating again. And that can be hard because sometimes when we are on our own after a breakup and I don't know about you but I massively lost confidence in myself when my relationship ended I felt like my confidence went right to the bottom and I was used to having somebody tell me good things every day I was used to being told I was beautiful all the time I was used to being told I was hot I was funny like I love you I was used to having all those Positive affirmations said to me, so it was that external validation that I was getting all the time. And then, when the relationship ended, and I had no one telling me, like, I am good enough, I am pretty, I am amazing, like, I am funny, I am somebody that people want to be around because I didn't have anyone telling me that, I started to doubt that about myself. So, they're the kind of things that you have to connect back in with yourself and start saying to yourself before, like as part of the healing process. I feel like I've really, (laughs) I was going somewhere with that and then I don't know where I was going with it, but I'm sure you understand what I'm saying. When you are focusing on your own healing, the other thing that I think is important to remember is to be kind and compassionate with yourself. If something triggers you or old wounds come back up again. So when you do start dating, or you start thinking about dating, even if you're just having a conversation with someone on an app, app, and they say something that triggers you, that's okay. You don't have to never be triggered by something again. Like it's okay to have something spark an emotion, or a feeling, or a fear, or something negative within you. And what that does, it just brings it to the surface. So you see that there's something else that can be healed. So in those moments, kind of get curious with, why am I feeling this way? And be kind to yourself when you recognize you're feeling that way. Don't suddenly go, oh, but I'm supposed to have healed now. Like, why have I not healed from this? Why is this still triggering me? Like, I was still getting triggered after my last breakup, like two years, three years after it even happened. And I was like, why is this still bothering me? It's been three years. But I've been in love with a guy for seven. So of course it was going to take a long time. And it wasn't a relationship that had just fizzled out into nothing or had run its natural course. It was a shock. It happened overnight. I didn't expect it. So of course I wasn't just going to suddenly be over it within a few weeks. Another thing I do, I do this regularly actually. So I had never really seen examples of healthy relationships in action. So my mum and dad divorced when I was like seven or eight. So that's what I was working with growing up. They divorced, they didn't get on after they divorced. That's the kind of role model relationship that I had to look up to when I was younger. My dad had other relationships afterwards. Some of those weren't perfect. And that's what I grew up around. So I never had a healthy relationship shown to me as I was getting older. So when I was in unhealthy relationships, I didn't necessarily recognise that they were unhealthy because I didn't know any better. I'd never experienced any better. All I knew that in those moments was I'm in love with this person and I'm terrified that they're going to leave me so i'm gonna do everything i can to cling on to them and if that means forgetting about myself compromising on what i want like letting things slide if i've been hurt by something then that's what i'm gonna do and it wasn't until the last relationship was near the end and i explained some feelings to one of my best friends and he was just like this is not healthy like That's not what a healthy relationship looks like. You shouldn't be feeling this way. You shouldn't be scared to voice your opinions. You shouldn't be scared to speak up. You shouldn't be living in this constant state of fear that he's going to leave you, which inevitably happened anyway. So what was the point of me even worrying? Um, But I didn't have a healthy relationship to focus on. So one of the things that I have been doing for myself for the past however many years, or yeah, like a few years, I think, is really... I found a relationship or I look at relationships that are healthy and are really good examples of relationships. And I don't necessarily look at that one whole relationship as a whole, but I take aspects from other people's relationships where I'm like, that is a really healthy way of living together. That's a really healthy way of partnering together. That's a healthy way of raising children. Like I use my brother and his um his fiance, his wife. I use my brother and my sister-in-law as an example of a relationship that is healthy, that is an equal team, that is like a real partnership. And I anchor into that and remind myself, well, if that's possible for them, then the relationship that I want, that I deserve is absolutely out there for me. And that has helped me to instead focus on my, instead of focusing on my past relationships that weren't, what I thought they were in the moment or weren't what I deserved or weren't healthy, instead of focusing on those and thinking, oh, if I start dating someone again, that's what I'm going to get. I choose to look at healthier relationships and say, well, if, if that's a possibility, if that relationship exists for those people, then of course it can exist for me and it's out there waiting for me. And that's helped me get into a really positive headspace of seeing dating as something fun seeing dating as something that's gonna lead me to the right relationship as opposed to seeing something seeing dating as something that's like terrifying or living in that fear again of like oh what if I end up back where I was a few years ago or 10 years ago or have long. and when it comes to like practically dating so I mean like actively being on the apps actively putting in the effort chatting to people actively going out on dates i make sure that i like amp up my self-care not only because i want to look my best and feel my best but because the more i focus on taking care of myself in terms of things like meditation doing my hair and makeup having bubble baths like journaling repeating my affirmations all the kind of things that boost my confidence and make me feel good about myself not only does it make me feel my best but it also eases feelings of anxiety so if i feel anxious about the fact that I'm dating or if I get in my head about the fact that oh I'm dating like what's this person going to be like instead of that because I've amped up my self-care the anxiety feelings aren't there I'm just a lot more calmer a lot more relaxed a lot more connected to myself and when I'm really connected to myself I can very much stand in the power of I'm amazing I'm a great catch anyone would be lucky to have me and know that there is someone out there for me And there is someone out there who's gonna treat me the way that I deserve to be treated. And that's a really nice energy to be in, but that comes from caring for myself first and loving myself as I am right now, as a single person as well, and not seeing it as a negative thing. Like, oh, you're single in your thirties. Like, so fucking what? (laughs) Like, this is a great time to be single. I also, when I started dating again, I also took things quite slowly. I didn't rush to suddenly start going on loads and loads of dates. I didn't force myself to speak to like hundreds of people at once. I took my time. I just signed up with one dating app and I took my time with the conversations. I had a bit of chat back and forth and then I went on a couple of dates and when I felt like this is a little bit too uncomfortable. I pulled back, I paused my profile and I took a break from dating. And I think that's absolutely okay as well. I'm a big believer in pushing yourself out of your comfort zone. I think if something is scaring you or something feels uncomfortable, you should absolutely do it because confidence comes from taking action. And once you've done that thing, you'll be able to look at yourself and go, oh my God, I am so proud of myself for doing the uncomfortable thing that you will naturally feel confident in yourself. I'm also, it's also really important to me that I don't get to 80 years old and look back on my life with regrets of why didn't I just do the thing that I was scared of, I want to be able to look back on my life at 80 and be proud of everything that I've done, so I am a big believer in putting yourself, pushing yourself out of your comfort zone, but I am also a believer in the fact that it's okay to not be forcing yourself out of your comfort zone all the time. It's okay to spend some time in your comfort zone. And if that means taking a break from dating, that's absolutely fine as well. You have to protect yourself and take care of yourself first. So forget what your friends say about, oh, you just need to go on as many dates as possible and meet as many people. That's how you're gonna find the one. Screw that. Like you date in your own time. You are always on time in life. Everything is happening to you as it should and sometimes breaks in dating just mean that you can go away, care for yourself, do a bit more healing, do a bit more processing and then you can come back to dating with like fresh energy again, reconnected with yourself and ready to connect with someone else on an even deeper level because you're not almost like burnt out from dating. I also, when it comes to dating again, make sure that I continually and regularly tell myself that I am worthy, that I am worthy and deserving of love and that the right person is out there waiting for me. Because this is something we we all have to remind ourselves of, especially if we've been dating for a long time and haven't necessarily met the one or anyone that we are really connected to. We all deserve to be loved, We all we are all worthy of love, we are all worthy of an amazing relationship And not every person's relationship is going to look the same. So what I want in my life is not going to be the same necessarily as what you want in yours. But we are worthy of what we desire. And I think sometimes we can forget that or we can lose sight of that when we're caught up in the practicalities of dating or when we read things in the media or when comments are made to us about stuff. We can forget how worthy we are. And I have to remind myself that, especially when it comes to past relationships of like, When you think back to perhaps ways you were treated in the past that you weren't worthy of, it's good to say to yourself, No, I do deserve to be loved. I do deserve to be loved in the way that I want to be loved. I deserve to be treated well. I deserve to be treated in the way that I want to be treated. I deserve an amazing relationship. And when you remind yourself of that, of your worthiness, you naturally feel more confident and you're more likely to put yourself out there a little bit more because you've given yourself that reminder of, this is something that I deserve. This is something that I get to have. And I've spoke about before, I'm a big fan of therapy or counseling or coaching. Like I have had coaching for the last, however many, like however many years on and off. I've been going to, uh, I'm part of something called My Healing Membership. So every week we do things like EFT or breath work. There's group sessions. And although I've not done counselling after the breakup, these sessions have helped me in terms of releasing the energy and the negative things that have come from my past relationships and they've allowed me to let go and to move on. And I just think it's so important to have that external support, especially if you've come from a toxic relationship. There's a lot of things that you'll need to unlearn and a lot of stories that you'll need to rewrite that you've been told by someone else that aren't true and aren't and were never true and getting external help with that even getting external help in learning how to actually process things and how to unlearn things how to rewrite the past and how to Also kind of talk about the fears that are coming up because there'll be new fears that are coming up when you're um, dating again, like speaking to someone professional and getting that external support can help you. And that can help you, like if you start dating and you go on a couple of dates and then the fears come up and you're like, no, don't want to do this. And you push it away rather than just taking a break. It could be that you take. An extensive break and it's not because you're burnt out from dating or you just don't feel like dating at that point it's because you're scared and because of past things that are now being brought into your present and they're the they're the types of things that coaches or therapists or healers or counsellors can really help you overcome so that you're not continuing to drag the past into the future because past in the past just leave it where it is <laughs> it belongs there And then the last thing that I do is, I really focus on what's more important to me. So one of the things that has always helped me when I've been stuck where I am or when I felt too comfortable is I kind of use fear to my advantage. So back in the day when I was too afraid to leave the house, I lived in constant fear, like crippling anxiety, regular panic attacks. I lived in flight or fight mode. And then I nearly got fired from my job and I realized at that point, like I'm not actually living my life, I'm just existing. And what I did was use a different fear to push me past my fear. So the fear I created for myself was the fear that I would get to 80 years old and I would look back on my life and realize that I'd done absolutely nothing with it. And how would I feel if I was 18, not able to do all the things that I could have done when I was younger? And that fear, like, changed my life. It pushed me forward. It meant that I quit my job, went travelling solo, started my businesses, did, did a hell of a lot of things that I wanted to do. And I do the same when it comes to dating like dating is still scary for me sometimes sometimes I'm like very much like no this is great I'm gonna have so much fun I love to date I love to meet new people I'm very much like in it enjoying it and then there are more times where then there are times where I'm a bit more vulnerable and I'm like oh my god this is actually really scary but in those moments that's when I say to myself but what's more important is it more scary to face this be in this moment of going and meeting someone for the first time, or is it more scary to get to 80 years old and realize that I've never been with anyone else because I was too afraid to go on that first date? And that really works for me because I don't want to look back on my life with regrets, so I use that. So, I hope that this was helpful. I hope hope that this was helpful for you and I hope that it will encourage you if you have been in a toxic relationship or any kind of relationship really and you're just ready to get back out there dating, I hope that this has encouraged you to put yourself back out there, know that someone better is absolutely waiting for you. Okay? And I hope it's encouraged you to kind of take those baby steps. And look, this isn't, Uh, what is it it's a marathon not a sprint is that the right word (laughs) it's a marathon it's not a sprint you don't need to throw yourself into dating date 100 people and try and jump back into a relationship dating doesn't even need to lead to a relationship what dating can just be you going out having fun and meeting some new people that's all it has to be if you want it to be You don't have to date just because you're desperate to get into a relationship or you want to get into a relationship. I don't even know if I wanna be in a relationship right now. And this is dangerous because every time I say this, I meet someone and then I end up in a relationship with them. But (laughs) I don't even know if I wanna be in a relationship right now, but I do definitely wanna go out there and date. Like I am not fussed about meeting the one right now. I'm happy to meet the next one. And if they become the one, great but I'm just seeing dating as having fun because that way as well I'm not putting pressure on it I'm gonna meet someone I'm gonna fall in love I'm gonna end up with someone who loves me just as much as I love them and it's gonna be amazing but I'm not rushing it it will happen when it happens and I think that that's such a nice place to be in personally so I hope this has been helpful I get my spiel at the end Don't forget to check the show notes for helpful resources on breakups, dating, dating yourself, feeling confident, all the things. Just check the show notes. There's stuff in there that's really, really beneficial for you. And I will see you in the next one. Thanks so much for listening to the Date With Confidence podcast. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. Subscribe, rate and review and share it with your single friends.